All right, guys, welcome to my show. And we are on. Welcome to Sales Pitch, guys, where I actually asked ChatGPS, what should home buyers avoid doing? And ChatGPS, or is it, I'm sorry, the, the Chat Open AI. I'm not really sure what this thing is, guys. It's kind of cool. The chat, the, the chat openai.com, okay? And I asked it exactly how, what homeowners should avoid. So here's what it said. <clears throat> and I absolutely agree with most of these. But I'm going to get into the, the following one first. But here's the first thing you need to do is follow my channel. Give me a thumbs up and subscribe. Because that is going to give you and hit that notification bell. Because you know what that thing does? That little bell tells you when I'm on to get the information coming to you from my channel. And I tell you what, I give it straight up to you guys, guys, and I do all my research before I just do a video. Rushing, now here it is. There's the number one thing people do before they should even buy a house. Okay, first thing you should do, people fail at getting pre-approved for a mortgage before starting the home search. Okay, a lot of people go on Zillow, start looking at homes. I'm not saying that's a bad idea. But you really need to know what you can afford in a house. Oh, I can get this house $2 million. Well, if you're on a fixed income or if you're if you're on a job where you're only making thirty, forty $40,000 a year working, you're not going to get that kind of house. You might get you might get a three, $400,000 house because you've got to get pre-approved for the amount of, depending on how much debt you're in, how much you make, okay? A lot of figures going into there on what your debt to income is. So that is number four. But we're gonna go, we're gonna go right from the bottom. Okay, making large purchases before closing. Don't do it, guys. A lot of these mistakes are okay, look, okay, now you need furniture. Maybe you need a refrigerator. Making large purchases before closing. It's important not to make large purchases before closing on a home, as this can affect one's credit score and debt-to-income ratio, which will impact the ability to secure a mortgage. Now, I, a lot, I know a lot of people, all of a sudden you got, it could be anything, your car breaks down, and all of a sudden you got, you got to make, get a loan to get it fixed. That's one thing you want to avoid. I know it sucks, but you don't want to you, see if you can borrow the money and then just explain, like, I don't know, borrow the money from your uh, from your parents. That's what I'd use. That's what I would do. So now, neglect to shop around for a mortgage. First-time homebuyers should, should compare prices. Okay, you guys ready for this? I did that research for you, too. Now, this e, these are the top companies to get and shop around for mortgages, okay? Amerisave, First Horizon, Quicken Loans, Rocket Mortgage, Warp Speed, One Trust, okay? These are the top four companies to have the best rates, but we don't know what those rates are. But I can tell you what they are right now A because they upped interest rates last yesterday. I'm sorry, yesterday night. They upped it another quarter percent. So now we're at an average bank loan is 6.22%. So now that's on 
Now, that is if, if you have A1 credit score. I'm talking about like me. I have almost, I'm really close to an 800 credit score, guys. I'm at like 789, something like that. I think it might be more than that now because um, I actually just paid down my credit card. I'm actually getting ready to pay off my credit card. So my credit score at that point would look real good. So how do you, now you got to lock in a rate too. So we're going to get into that as well. Okay, so number two, ignoring the true cost of home ownership. Like owning a home comes with expenses beyond the mortgage payment, such as property taxes, okay? Yep, you got property taxes every year. You got insurance, you got maintenance, you got repairs. First-time home buyers should also consider the true cost of home ownership and budget accordingly. Well, here's the good thing, but they're not telling you in here. First time, first time home buyers get a nice check from our government for five hundred bucks. Okay, though when you do your taxes for the first year, say hey, I get the first time home buyers credit. There you go. Now, insurance is not too bad, but if you have a un, if you have an unexpected home repair on a house you just bought, then you didn't do your inspection right. Your inspection should be done accordingly. Now, my inspections were just done on, my, on the house I bought. Plus, it was a prior rental in, in the city. So they had to do, before you can even list the house, they got to do a pre-inspection before you can even list it in the city that I bought it in. And that's good news because the city is responsible for, the city wants to be responsible for people buying a rental property because if it was, it was a neglected rental property and this guy's just selling it as is, I'm like, you gotta you need to fix this stuff, guy. You can't fix it. You can't do anything. You can't, it won't pass inspections like that. So there you go. Overextending their budget, it's important to set a realistic budget for a home purchase. Okay? Now I did that. I know the next home and what I'm paying cash for um, was a responsible amount of money. Um now responsible throughout my debt. Since I'm paying off my credit card, that debt's going down. And I'm paying off my car, and that debt's going down. A debt ratio to my to my home and to my home value, okay? I got a hundred percent home value because I'm paying cash. Now that's the best way to get a house, in my opinion, is to pay cash for it. Downscale like I did. I downscaled this year. I'm downscaling my house. There's nothing wrong with that. It saves saves a little money, puts money in your pocket. So you can have, so you can live a better lifestyle, and then just to get a part-time job. Um, the burden of owning, a having a mortgage on a house is, is over for me. I don't have to worry about that. Now, skipping the skipping the home inspection, a home inspection is a critical step in the home buying process. Skip it can lead to ex expected and unexpected expense repairs down the road. Now. Now, here's the next one, guys. Neglecting to shop around for a mortgage. Okay, that's the biggest one. I was just mentioning that. Um, making large purchases, ignoring true costs. Okay, here, I'm going to give you the true costs, guys. Stay with me now. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel if you haven't because you want my information. I This is what I do. I research everything. Um, what is the real true cost? Well, here's the biggest one. Maintenance expenses. Um, like, say you move into a house and don't like the color. Well, you might want to paint it. 
You know, it costs, costs quite a bit depending on how big your house is to paint it and do, do repairs. The biggest one, the biggest repair is one is the water heater and the furnace and the air conditioner. Furnace air conditioner repair, if you need to, if you need to get both of those done at the same time, which that's what I recommend before you buy a house, if it's over 10 years old and say no, okay? Do not, and negotiate the price of the house based on, they didn't, the, now the prior owner, a lot of them just don't do the furnaces. Like, well, it's, and it was working before, and it's from 1995. Well, guys, that's a 1995, I mean, you're going on a, you know, 28-year furnace here or whatever. You don't want to buy a house with a 28-year-old furnace. Furnaces are only good for about 20 to 20, 20 to maybe 15 to 20 years at best. So they're already over the amount of that furnace needed to be replaced in the first place. And they weren't responsible with the house. So you might want to have other things looked at, like the roof and leaks and all that. Because I guarantee one thing, if they didn't budget for a furnace, then they didn't budget for a roof. They didn't budget for anything else. And you go in there and the house is all messed up, okay? And you don't want to walk in into a money pit. You just don't. Now, the house I'm buying, a lot of things, it was all from 2019 up to now, they did a bunch of repairs, basically refurbished the house. Now, there's a couple of cosmetic things that need to be fixed in my new bungalow, city bungalow, with the big garage. But it, it, they redid the siding. They redid the roof. Um, it's got a brand new roof just recently put on last year. Um, so it's, it, it is what it is, guys. It is what it is when you buy your house. So failing to do these things can really cost you a lot more money than you think. So ask yourself a question. Are you ready for a house? If you are, if you are ready, if you're really ready for a house, do a conventional loan. Because what a conventional loan does, if you put, let's say you put, your, you can do 3.5% down, Okay. Now, there are programs where you can put less down. They do have some programs where they allow you to put like 2% down, I think. But 3.5% is about normal. So now you're putting, it will even say in Zillow and Realtor.com on a conventional loan or FHA loan, how much you need to put down. They're pretty good at scaling those in there now. So let's just say you need to put $30,000 down on a, on a $100,000 house. Well, hundred like this house is one hundred thirty thousand, so you have to put. I they got people had to put down like thirty eight thousand dollars, so they put it down. Well, believe it or not, when you do that, you do a conventional loan and you buy it with that amount down. Guess what you have in front of you that a lot of people overlook? You have instant equity of your own money. Okay, in case something happens. So if you buy a hundred thirty thousand dollar house, thirty year fixed mortgage. On the rest of the term of the loan, you already have uh, you already have thirty eight thousand dollars of equity already in that loan. Okay, so as you pay down the loan, a couple years of living in the house, then pretty soon you got fifty or sixty thousand dollars in equity in the house. But I would advise you not to take the equity out. Here's what I would do: if you think that you want to take the equity out of your house, here's what I would do: sell the house, downscale to a smaller house, get that money back. From the from the from the um, mortgage going up, and the values going up in the in the, in the area. But you really want to do your research of where you're going to live. I would not say go live in a dumpy area where the houses are not 
very valuable in the first place because they're just look you buy a twenty five thousand dollar dump in Detroit that's all it's going to be worth ten years from now is twenty five thousand dollars in a dumpy Detroit area okay until those areas become I'd say more edible to live in and more desirable after you know they get done with all the construction down there I mean Detroit is coming back to a certain point but it's still a lot of areas where, hey, you got a whole nice neighborhood next to the other neighborhood that's burned down. They just don't have the money to, to knock all these homes down. They don't. So I planned on doing one thing. I went to a city that's not a dumpy city. It's a nice city. It's a college city like Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, Lansing. Those are And, and Ann Arbor, Lansing, and, and Michigan guys are, are two of the really nicest cities in the state, in my opinion. And they're not very big cities, but they are nice. But, okay, guys, that's it. Thank you for uh, coming to my channel. Give me a thumbs up if you like what I'm doing. And have a great day.